Turn with me to Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. And uh, this will be the foundational scripture for, for what we're going to be talking about this week um, and, and next week. Exodus chapter 14. We're going to read verses 10 through 18. It'll be on the screen if, if you want to follow uh, that way. Exodus chapter 14, 10 through 18. It says, and this is a very familiar story, by the way. Uh, Moses leading the, the Israelites out of, out of Egypt, okay? So it says, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians coming after them. Then the Israelites were terrified and cried out to the Lord for help. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you took us to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Next scripture. Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we may serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. But Moses said to the people, don't be afraid. Stand firm. And see the Lord's salvation he will provide for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Ooh, I want to say that again. Come on, because some of y'all should have shouted amen right there. For the Egyptians that you see today, come on, in 2023, you will never see them again in 2024. Come on, somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for you. Come on, say the Lord will fight for me. The Lord will fight for you. But look what it says here. You must be quiet. That's interesting. All right. The Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to break camp. In other words, tell them to to move on, to, to go. As for you, lift up your staff, stretch out your hand over the sea, and divide it so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I am going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them, and I will receive glory by means of Pharaoh, all his army, and his chariots, and horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am Yahweh when I receive glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. All right, if you're taking notes this morning... The simple title of today's message is The Significant Year. The Significant Year. And next week we'll go into a part two of this, but The Significant Year. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Father, for teaching us something, showing us something, revealing us something today, God. We, Lord, partake in your word, Father God, and we receive what you have for us. Lord, we decree and we declare right now that this is our significant year. This is our year. This is our significant year. It's our significant year of wealth, of health, and of glory. And we say of greater glory, of more glory today, Father. And we just thank you that in this year, in 2024, you're going to exceed our expectations. You're going to go above and beyond, Father. And we thank you, Father God, for what you're going to do, Father. We give you all the praise, Lord, in advance for what you're going to do in 2024. And we just thank you for the significant year that we are walking into. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. 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 
Well, listen, for, for far too long, I believe, you know, especially these past couple years, um, God's people have been messed with. Okay, they've been they've been messed with. All right. Um, and, you know, I really believe firmly that those days are over. Those days are over. You ain't going to be messed up in your family again. You ain't going to be messed up in your finances again. None of those kind. You it ain't. Those days are over. Come on, say somebody say those days are over. And, you know, and, and I want to say that not only is enough enough, um, but but for for real this, this year is your year. Enough is enough with, with allowing the enemy and your enemies messing you up, okay? Because that's what's been happening in 2023, and 2022, and 2021, you know, and so forth, right? But this year, you will see significant increase. Come on, somebody say amen. And you will see significant increase in every single area, Okay, in every area of your life. But specifically, the Lord said in the area of your wealth and in the area of your health. Because those are two very important things. Okay, if you aren't healthy, things aren't very good. If you don't got much money, things aren't very good. You know, in the area of your wealth and your health, I believe God wants to have some significant increase come upon your life. But listen to me. The enemy likes to show up when you're about to experience your greatest victory. Have you ever noticed that? He always shows up when you are about to walk into something great. When you are about to experience a victory, he always shows up and he comes knocking. For some of you, he's been showing up and knocking on your door the last couple years. But those days are over, says the Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And I believe that full of faith, firmly today, that that this is going to be your most significant but your most victorious year that you have ever experienced. Amen. Hallelujah. And see, so because some of you have really felt like the Israelites. You just got taken out of Egypt, and all of a sudden... You know, you've been, you've, been, you've been released from the hand of Egypt. You've been released from the hand of Pharaoh. But you look over your shoulder and you still see them chasing after you. They're right there on your heels. It's like the enemy is right there. It's like, I, man, I, I, I feel like I just got on the other side of this and I turn and look. There he is again. There's Pharaoh. Right? And for many of us, we have felt that way over the past couple years like the enemy is right on our heels. But I want to tell you today that while the Red Sea may have looked like a dead end to the Israelites, the Red Sea was actually a setup. The Red Sea was not the end of of the Israelites. The Red Sea was actually the end of the Egyptians. Come on. It was the end of Pharaoh. And And the thing that you think was going to take you out was actually a setup against the enemy. The thing that you thought was going to take you out, was going to kill you, was going to mess up your family, was going to mess up your finances, whatever it may be, I'm declaring today that it was actually a setup. And God allowed it, and God accepted it, and God allowed you to walk through it because he used it to take out your enemy and to take out the enemy. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you something about 2024 that we didn't learn in 2023-2022 all the other years it's time that we watch our mouths 
God says to Moses, Moses told Bill, I'm going to do this. But he says, you better be quiet. Why in the world would God deliver his people and release them from the hands of Pharaoh and the Egyptians and get them on the other side of their victory and then tell them, watch your mouth, be quiet? Why would he tell them that? Tell your neighbor, watch your mouth. Come on, tell them, watch your mouth. Some of y'all are used to saying that. <laughs> you better watch your mouth. Or the parents, watch your mouth, you know. <laughs> but listen, there's a lot of people saying stuff right now that isn't in the Bible. More than ever. There's a lot of people right now saying stuff that isn't in the Word of God. There's a lot of false prophets and false teachers. And remember what the Word of God says. It, it warns us in the New Testament that in the last days, there would be more of that. Does it not? It does. It does tell us that. And we're seeing that more than ever. We're seeing an increase of people on the rise of leading and guiding God's people in false doctrine, false things that are not of God, okay? And, and we have got to be careful. And there are people running their mouths right now that should be talking to God, but instead they're talking on Facebook. My God. And, and I want to say this. A murmuring spirit, a murmuring spirit, all right? Run in your mouth. <laughs> um, a murmuring spirit is the one thing that will hinder what God wants to pour out in significant ways in 2024. He says, I'm going I'm to give you a year of significant wealth, health, and glory. But if you don't watch your mouth, it ain't going to happen. So now... It's been provided to us. It's available to us. But now the responsibility falls on us. God, I know you're going to do it because you said it. But you ain't going to do it if I'm running my mouth. This is, this is, this is going to be a life-changing, a shifting year for us. Where we're going to learn how to bite our tongue more than we've ever bit our tongue before. And some of your tongues are going to get sore. <laughs> but that's okay. We're going to learn how to bite our tongue when we need to, okay? Because there's a lot of stuff out there. And, and, and hear me loud and clear. If you don't fulfill your purpose, it's only because you've disqualified yourself from your destiny. If you don't fulfill your purpose, it's not your pastor's fault. It's not your, your cousin's fault or your, your, your co-worker's fault or your boss's fault. If you do not fulfill your purpose in 2024, it's only because you have disqualified yourself from your destiny. In other words, you have allowed your mouth to take control of your life and it disqualified you from receiving what God wants to do in your life in 2024. So how dare you blame the devil for keeping... You out of your promised land. When the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 that Jesus made an open spectacle of him when he hung on the cross and rose from the dead. Listen, the enemy is not going to be defeated in 2024. The enemy has already been defeated. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Listen, you've got to understand that, that you serve a risen king, a victorious savior, and the enemy is under your feet. He is already defeated. No more talking. Oh, the enemy is just attacking me and attacking my family. No more of that. He's a defeated foe. You've got to learn how to stand victorious this year. Amen. And when an attack comes your way or something starts happening in your life, you have got to remind yourself, the devil and everybody else around you, that he is a defeated foe and he is under your feet. You cannot give him credit any longer. Those days are over. Say, those days are over. Now listen, there's some seasons that I've been through that it's not that I doubted God, but I certainly wondered why. Has anybody ever been there? Come on, real people here. It's not that you doubted God, but you wondered why God did it. Why God allowed it. Why God said it. Why God allowed you to walk through it. It's not that you didn't believe in him or you didn't trust in him, but you wondered why. Why this? Why God would you allow that? Why God would this happen in my life? But how many of you know that God is too good to bring you out just to let you die in the middle of the wilderness. Here the Israelites are saying, well, we could have just died at the hands of Pharaoh. Why did you take us out of Egypt? They're telling that to Moses. It would have been so much easier for them to just not say anything at all. But instead, they start running their mouth and say, man, it was better for us in Egypt if all you're going to do, Moses, is lead us out here in the middle of nowhere just for us to die. Listen, God is too good to bring you out just to let you die. And I'm telling you, he has brought you out of a lot of turmoil, stress, problems, situations, heartbreak, all of those things that you've experienced over the past couple years. Do you think for a moment he's going to bring you out of the wilderness just to leave you there? And to leave you dry. No, he ain't. I'm telling you, in 2024, he's taking you into your promised land. Come on, everybody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And you see, church, we've got to learn how to shift our perspective of the moment that we're in right now. We didn't come to this moment of history because God was through with us. What God has set in motion, nothing can come against it. Come on, God has a lot at work right now behind the scenes. And I'm telling you, it's big. That's why it's significant. That word I started using, y'all know, several weeks ago. Just significant kept coming out of my mouth. I didn't know why. I'm, I, I don't normally say that word. But all of a sudden, it was coming out. And now I realize why I was saying it so much. And the only time I was saying it was on Sunday mornings right here. It's because God was preparing us. For what we're about to walk in. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. And listen, God is is not, he was not tempting Israel by leading them to destruction in this text. He was actually baiting Egypt into their defeat. This was never about taking Israel out of the hands of Egypt into the promised land. The promised land had been promised way before. God was already going to do it. So this whole process of them running away from the Egyptians and the sea swallowing up the Egyptian army was never about Israel getting on the other side. It was always about God baiting Pharaoh in Egypt. 
He had to do something to get rid of them. But when we read the story, we're like, oh, yes, they made it to the other side. They're going to the promised land. Look what God did. But in reality, the story and in the text is really about what God, to the, God did to the Egyptians, not what God did to the Israelites. Let me tell you, God will always take care of you. You don't have to worry about a thing. But let me tell you something else. He certainly is also taking care of your enemy. And in 2024, you will see how you are on the other side of the Red Sea and you will turn back and look and you will watch how the devil is drowning in that sea behind you. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. 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 See, what if the weapon that had been formed against you in recent days and in recent years is actually going to be used against your enemy in 2024? The weapon that you thought was formed against you is actually going to be used as a bait and as a tactic of God against your enemy. Hallelujah. See, not only is the weapon not going to prosper, but it's going to get backfire on the enemy and the enemies who tried to use it against you. Hallelujah. God is baiting your enemy into their defeat. And I tell that to the devil right now. Ha ha. You have been baited into your destruction. You ain't touching me no more. You ain't touching my family no more. You ain't touching my finances no more. This is my year of significant wealth, health, and glory. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so if you're taking notes, which I hope you are, there's three things that I believe, and again, this is foundational, okay? So this is, I'm not necessarily jumping into wealth, health, and glory today. We'll start that next week. But this is foundational for, for this year. But three things the Lord is doing in significant ways in 2024. If you want to put the first one on the screen there. The first one is this. Is he's moving you forward. He's moving you forward. Now. We see this. With the Israelite army. Notice how they never stopped. Notice how they never went backwards. They always kept moving forward. Listen. When God is with you. There ain't no turning back, baby. You're moving forward, full steam ahead. You are on an engine that don't stop. Hallelujah. Amen. And he's moving you forward. The Israelites complain, we should have died in Egypt. You know, they say all this stuff. You know, they're complaining, they're throwing a fit. Right? And we always read this and we think that God told the Israelites to stand still. But that's not actually what Scripture says. Let's look back at it. Exodus chapter 14. Let's look at verse 13 through 15. Exodus 14, 13 through 15. It says, But Moses said to the people, Don't be afraid. Stand firm and see the Lord's salvation. He will provide for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You must be quiet. God never told the Israelites, He never told the Israelites to stand still. Moses did. But what God is saying in verse 15 through Moses is, Moses, why would you cry out for me and still be standing in the same place? And I want to tell us to that today is don't get on into 2024 and say, oh, this is my year of significant wealth, health, and glory, and just stand there and wait for it to come to you. Because that is not what the Lord told the Israelites. 
he reminded them, you got to keep going to move forward into the promised land. And I want to tell you, as you move forward, you will experience the significant year. But if you stop and stand there and say, well, God ain't doing nothing. And I don't see him working. And I'm just going to stand here until he. If you do that, I'm telling you, it's going to end for you. It's over. You have got to keep moving forward. Why? He's wanting to do significant things, so he's wanting to move you forward. Listen to me, church. Your future is not tied to you standing still. Your future is tied to you moving forward. It's tied to your progress. If you're not making progress, come on, there's a problem. You have got to keep moving forward. You've got to be, keep making progress. Hear me. If you choose to stop, you will be responsible if nothing happens. If you choose to stop, you will be responsible if nothing happens. Well, God is good. He'll just keep, he'll keep blessing me. He knows my heart. Yeah, he sure does know your heart. He knows how messed up it is. Come on. For real. Let's be honest. By you saying, well, I'm just going to stop and stay here. That's not going to do you no good. You're forfeiting everything. You cannot afford this year to forfeit everything. If you stop for a moment, I'm telling you, 2024 will look like the past couple years for you. And you'll say, well, what about my significant year? You gave it up. You gave it up. Listen, God is moving forward on your behalf. So you better buckle up. Come on, you better buckle up. Tell somebody, you better buckle up, baby. Because he's moving you, I'm telling you today, he's moving you into greater wealth. He's moving you into greater health. And he's moving you into greater glory in 2024. Somebody shout amen. amen. All right, number one, he's moving you forward. Number two, look at this. Now the responsibility continues, if you notice, the responsibility is continuing to follow in your hands. He's put everything you need in your hands. The responsibility it's not back on him. The responsibility is still on you. He's put everything you need in your hands. Verse 16, the Lord tells Moses, pick up your staff and stretch out your hand. I know that the God we serve is more than powerful enough that God could have split the Red Sea himself and not used Moses. But God needed Moses to pick something up in his hand with the authority that God gave him and stretch it out. And when he did that, the sea split. And I want to tell you, Moses in and of himself was not qualified to make that happen. But through the power of God in him and by what God placed in his hand, he was more than able and more than qualified to split that sea. And I want to tell you this morning, you have everything already in your hand that you need to have a significant year of wealth, health, and glory. You have everything you need in your hand. Well, I don't have enough. I don't have. No, no, no. You have everything you need. God says, if you got a little bit, don't worry, I've got you covered. 
You got everything you need. And I want to tell you this morning that God has already provided and he has already placed everything you need for a significant wealth, health, and glory in your hands right now. It's already in your hands. In other words, he's going to help guide you and lead you. But it's up to you to make some choices. And it's up to you to do some groundwork to see to it that it comes to pass. He could have said, Moses, step out of the way and watch what I do. But he said, no, Moses, you still have a responsibility here. I can do it. And I can just do it right now and take care of it for you. But you have already been given what you need in your hand to make it happen. And I want to tell you, you may feel insignificant. You may feel like you don't have much, that you don't have a lot to offer. You may feel like you are low on the totem pole or whatever it may be going into this year. And I want to tell you, although you feel that way and although you've been experiencing certain things, you still have everything you need to experience this in 2024. Some of you really need to believe that about yourself. I have what I, I have what it takes. I have what it takes. I have everything that I need. Yeah, despite what you see, despite what you feel, despite what's happening around you, it's still obtainable today. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. 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 And, and, and I'm going to go more in depth, like I said, over this in upcoming weeks. But it's really time that God's people get their finances straight. It's really time that God's people get their bodies and their health straight and in order. God got a hold of me and Melissa, uh, you know, what, two months ago, I guess, by now, to really get our health in order. You know, I'm, I, you, know you know, here's Gable out there on the basketball court playing select basketball, going out and traveling in tournaments every weekend. We were uh, out playing basketball. He was out playing a game basketball yesterday. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, I'm thinking, man, I'm outside playing basketball with Gabriel in our driveway, and, and he beats me. I said, something's wrong with this now. <laughs> and, and I look, and my stomach's sticking out real far. I'm like, <gasps> I can't jump like I used to. <clears throat> I can't run like I used to. I can't, I can't move as quick. And I realize really quickly, if, if I don't get a hold of my body, I ain't going to last very long with this boy. And I began to think about upcoming years. And it was like the Lord fast forwarded me, like, like shot me into the future. Gabriel's in high school and Gia's in high school and they're playing sports and they're wanting me to go out on the court with them or they're wanting me to do this or work out with them. And I'm, I'm sitting there like, <gasps> and I'm like, I, I can't be that way. And so when Melissa said, I think we should do something, I said, I know we should do something. <laughs> and so we got on this thing. Listen, I'm, me and her, we're both over 20 pounds down right now. Now, I'm not saying that so you can clap. I'm saying that because, see, God wants to get us in shape in every area of our lives. And he's going to do that with us as a church. Now, I'm not saying we're going to become personal trainers and like, how are you eating this week? And, you know, all that kind of stuff. We're not going to do that. 
But I want to make this a challenge to us. And I'll get more in depth with this next week and in upcoming weeks. I want to challenge us that we get in shape in every area of our lives. We start eating better. We start treating our bodies better. We start handling our finances better. Listen, in every way. We've got to do this, y'all. Because we've got to be able to keep up. I'm not talking about just with our kids, okay? Set that aside. I'm talking about in life in general, with the way the world's going right now, all of these things, we've got to be able to keep up. And if all of God's people are out of shape and their money's all messed up and, and, and they're huffing and puffing on the sideline, we're going to get our butts beat. And it, and it took me all the way till now to realize this. It's like, look what I've been doing. Look how I've let myself go. It's one thing to be spiritually fit. It's another thing to have your physical body, your bank account, all of that stuff in shape. And in 2024, we ain't struggling no more. I told you, those days are over. There's no more struggle. But we have got to be responsible to to get ourselves that way. God says, I'm going to do it. But you need to do something. <laughs> okay? And, and so, again, I'll talk about it more later on. But I'll say this. What God, and, and hear me, because this, this, this can come across really wrong. But hear my heart. There's nothing wrong about this. What God wants to do in days to come, in 2024, will require our pockets to be filled. And it will require our health to be in good shape. What God wants to do through us, individually, but also as a body, what he wants to do through us in 2024 is going to require our pockets to be filled and our health to be in shape, okay? The greater glory part, the glory, the last part of that, that's all up to him. The wealth and the health, that falls a lot on us, okay? So, number one, he's moving you forward. Number two, He's put everything you need in your hands. And number three is this. He's getting rid. You got it? You got it? There you go. He's getting rid of things for good. He's getting rid of things for good. I've been talking about it already this whole time. But he's getting rid of things for good. As soon as the Israelites saw the Egyptians swallowed up in the same water they just walked through. Now think about that. The sea was there like normal. It splits. The bottom of the, of the sea had to dry for them to walk across. It's amazing. This whole thing's a miracle. I mean, because you would think that when the sea split, it would be a, a muddy, sink-down mess. But God, God had it all worked out. I mean, he dried the ground that they were going to walk on and everything. I mean, it was a whole miracle, all of it, every part of it. You think about it. I mean, can you imagine being them and walking through, and it's like there's, there's walls of water on both sides, you know? And they're, and they're walking through it, you know, and the fish are like, you know, it's like, it's like the opposite of an aquarium, you know? It's like we're the fish, and we're in their space, and they're looking at us, you know? It's like, and that's the Israelites, and they're walking through, and like, it's this whole thing, and as soon as they get on the other side, it muddies up again, and the water closes, and it drowns the Egyptians. It's all a miracle. I mean, it's all amazing how this whole thing worked, 
But they knew that they would never have to deal with Pharaoh or the Egyptians ever again. As soon as they got on the other side and they looked and they saw the water close upon the Egyptian army, they knew right there in that split second that they would never have to deal with anything they had to deal with ever again. Hallelujah. Listen, you can have significant victory in 2024. And listen, it's a victory that can last. It will last. Hallelujah. When you look back, you're not going to see the enemy any longer. They've already drowned, and they are downriver, baby. They're downriver. The devil, he is downriver. You don't have to worry about him any longer. Hear me. Some of, some of you are coming into a realm of victory so real that the devil will never try to mess with you ever again. I mean, you're going into such a significant realm of victory that you're going to realize that you are completely untouchable. You say, well, well that's, not, that's not Bible. That can't be. The devil always is in existence. He's always after me. Yeah, I know he's in existence. But you can be so protected by God, like that Red Sea, that there ain't no such thing as the devil knocking at your door. I'm telling you. Come on. This is a whole nother way of living, a whole nother realm. Come on. This is a whole nother dimension right here. Hallelujah. A whole nother way of faith right here is, is walking and living out this kind of significant victory when you already have the knowledge that there ain't no chance in the world the devil can touch you. Hallelujah. You see... What looked like death to Israel all along was actually defeat for Egypt. And what looked like death for you over the past couple years was actually defeat to the enemy. Tell your neighbor, God is doing it for good. Look at someone else and say, God is doing it for good. Now I want you to look at, at, at your neighbor again. I, wanna, I want you to say, this is your most significant year yet. Look at somebody else and say, this is your most significant year yet. Hallelujah. Stand with me. Thank you, Jesus.